You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Oh, hey, don't steal reviews and the rest of this week in games by Julie Muncie. Let's get this out of the way. A lot of norms were disrupted in the video game industry this week. There was news of a writer at a top gaming site allegedly plagiarizing, plagiarizing reviews and also reports that the Chinese gaming market is having troubles. Oh, and Diablo 3 is making the leap to the Nintendo Switch. Up is down, down is up, and a lot of things are out of whack. So let's expect the unexpected and get right to it. PSA, do not plagiarize your game reviews. Seriously, don't. The journalistic side of the gaming industry was positively rocked this week with the news that Philip Myusen, a now very former editor at IGN, one of the biggest gaming sites in the world, allegedly plagiarized a significant amount of his work for the site. The similarities between Myusen's writing and that of others was discovered after a YouTuber posted a video entitled IGN Copied My Dead Cells Review, What Do I Do? Once the information hit the internet, IGN investigated the matter removed Myusin's review, and promptly parted ways with him. IGN tweeted a statement on Dead Cells Review. We've reviewed the allegations against one of our writers regarding our review of Dead Cells. After taking the time to investigate, we've determined that there were substantial similarities between a review posted weeks earlier and our review that could not be justified and warranted taking down. Though we as a community often share feelings and even certain word choices, to describe the games we love by using similar frames of understanding, this particular situation stepped over the line and is not a reflection of our editorial standards. We apologize to our readers, developer, motion twin, and most especially the YouTuber known under Boomstick Gaming for failing to uphold those standards. We take our review process seriously. In most cases, reviewers are expected to play a game single-player or story campaign to completion at least once, as well as spend additional time capturing gameplay to supply content to the video component of our reviews. Though our Dead Cells reviewer played the game, and came away with glowing opinions of it, as did many of our other staff members, the review itself was simply not acceptable. We've parted ways with the writer involved in the review, 
and we will be re-reviewing dead cells this week. We will work tirelessly to ensure that, regardless of whether you agree with our reviews, you can have faith that every word is nothing less than the genuine opinions of our critics. Nothing is more important to us than your trust. It didn't end with the Dead Cells review, though. Further investigations found other similarities between Myusin's work and that on other sites. There are some examples on Kotaku, along with more context on the case. It's possible a plagiarism scandal like this has never hit games, and it served as a reminder the industry needs more mechanisms in the hiring and editing processes to root them out. The Chinese game market is having some problems right now. News broke this week that the Chinese game market is essentially at a standstill, thanks to regulatory shakeups with the agencies responsible for granting licenses to new games. How'd this happen? Basically, every game released in China has to pass through regulatory bodies before it can be released. This makes it a tough place for foreign developers who want to tap the country's huge market, but always run the risk of getting rejected. Especially since foreign games receive heavy scrutiny, and in the last four months, as reported by the South China Morning Post, the approval of licenses in China has completely stopped, affecting all games on all platforms. The situation is too dense to properly explain in detail here, but it seems that instability in the regulatory agencies, along with concerns about gambling-esque mechanics like loot boxes and other potentially objectionable content. Is motivating the freeze. Stay tuned. Diablo Three is the latest game to make the leap to the Nintendo Switch. You won't need to hack your Switch to hack and slash, <laughs> because Diablo Three, the latest in Blizzard's series of fantasy-based action adventure games, first released in 2012, the game has seen a number of re-releases, expansions, and updates, giving it a pretty long lifespan. And in the grand tradition of, hey, why don't we put that on the Nintendo Switch? They're putting it on the Nintendo Switch. Naturally, there will be exclusive Nintendo-ified goodies within. Ever wanted to fight the god of all demons as Ganondorf? Now's your chance. Recommendation of the week: Doom 2016. Recently, Bethesda announced Doom Eternal, the sequel to ID's inventive reboot of the epical shooter franchise. And it's convinced me to spend some time revisiting it, and frankly, it's still stunning. What gets me the most on this particular playthrough is how much personality there is in every little moment. The game has a distinct set of attitudes and aesthetics, epitomized in the quietly mocking, rebellious, and wrathful Silent Hero. Even some of the best games skate by with barely half as much attention to tone and mood as this title. It's a little unfair, really. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money podcast wherever you get your podcasts.